We want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded, and this area's original name is Nam. We pay respect to them and their elders, past, present and emerging. We want to be better. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. No, no. That word didn't work. <laughs> Okay. We, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. Are we on, are we recording? Yeah. Right now? Like right now. <laughs> okay. So um, I made a boo-boo on the last episode and should have done one more episode in that one because that was season four wrap-up. But um, the last episode I didn't episode want to embarrass four, you. You I didn't want to embarrass it, me. As it was happening, I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to let it happen. <laughs> so the last episode of season four was tattoos. Yes. Um. So we got a tattoo of each other. We got a tattoo of each other. It's probably the tattoo, like, I just do not regret it. No, absolutely not. I'm so happy with it. And Palmer's, like, so amazing, your husband who tattoos. Yeah, he's pretty great. The only thing I would say, (laughs) (laughs) if I was to just pick one one little little issue, is that Bianca has gone sober and I have two VB earrings tattooed on on my arm. Mm. And now she's all like, fuck the alcohol companies. And I'm... Mm. I have oh, that's alcohol. A, that's a crying shame, isn't it? Tattooed <laughs> on my arm, and I think as you might remember, I hadn't even tried VB. No, you had tad- it. You actually had a tattoo of VB on you, and then I made you have a sip of VB because you'd never had it. You spat it out in my face. I have it tattooed on my arm, Bianca. No, twice. You've got two. two. Yeah, oh. I, I mean, look great, but look. yeah, it looks good, it and looks- it's a bit more colour. Yeah. So, I mean, I since then, I remember saying in the episode that like I don't, I get like shit posting tattoos almost where I just like will tattoo anything on my body. And since that episode has come out, I got Rob Schneider as a stapler from South Park tattooed on my fucking body. And it, every day that my husband sees it, he just shakes his head. He's You've like, got I'm cannot. the Mary tattooed on your body too. Yep. I'm the Mary though. Oh, <laughs> but I'm the Mary. Um, And I did get a... Uh, that's a, a good one. A toxic martini. She, she got for a my sobriety. Yeah, yeah. To remind me that alcohol is poison. Um, that was Palmer's doing. Um, but yeah, tattoos. There you go. Still getting them. <laughs> it would be weird to say otherwise, considering like. Do you know you're, someone? You're this is this is great. Someone um, emailed Palmer. They want to get a tattoo, and the reference they sent in was me. Oh. One of my tattoos. That's very cool. That's very cute. Uh, but they, they said, yeah, that is definitely your wife. So, like, don't – it's not like I'm just sending it. Palmer probably wouldn't have even known, but it's me that runs his account. So I was like, oh, I know that person. It's me. Um, As you bag him out, let's go to the next one. Being supportive. What was that about? Me supporting him. Ooh. Bianca supporting her husband. Mm. You literally ooh, just ooh, bagged ooh. him out two yeah. seconds before Look, you did this no. Um, I'm very supportive. Actually, this has been a real struggle. I think about this episode a lot because I have been – it's hard. It is hard to be supportive of him. It's not that I don't support what? him. No. <laughs> Palmer, I just simply can't support your success. No, um, he is working so hard and it does take a lot of time away from our relationship and stuff and we are just – and I'm really busy as well and so the two of us are sort of just – I'm feeling you. Yeah. We're in that tra- transition period as well. 
I think that lots of relationships have that when new jobs start or people go to work after having kids or whatever it is. There is like that transition period where you're trying to match up your timetables but at the same time like say – Palmer is studying his own business, so he has to put in extra hours. Yeah. For me, I'm having to go through training at mm-hmm. the moment. Liam's starting an entirely new job, so all of the extra little bits, yeah. you know, staying behind and all that sort of stuff, you have to do. Yeah, you just got to suck it up. And it's hard. It's, it's hard. really hard. Like I said to Palmer the other day, I was like, I haven't seen you in what feels like a month. Like can we just mm. put a day together to go out and have dinner? Like because I actually haven't seen you every day you're working really late and then you come home and you're working at home and there's just too much going on so you do do cute things together like you play badminton yeah we play badminton and what was the other one that you did the other day we went to the museum together on oh, the museum yeah what do they be always do weird sports do was we like water polo or something? we were gonna go for a bounce oh a bounce <laughs> they go trampolining <laughs> i was like oh yeah i feel like going for a bounce yeah we just do little things um, yeah, we spend we usually spend Sundays together, but um, lately and today is Friday, and I fucking blew them off to do this. So spending a lot of time together. Uh, <laughs> um, advice on making friends at work. This is when we had a caller, and someone called in because they wanted to. They were having trouble making friends at work. Yeah. Um, and Annie, you have since then started a new job. Yeah. And so have I. Yep. Um, do you feel that you made friends at work? Yes, yeah. I have really great friends at work. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I have a different perspective on it now. Um, when you're like the new person, there's sort of a microscope on that you, isn't there? Mm. Everyone's I've, like, how do you met the new guy? And they, I know it sounds silly, but like like almost sussed out or something a little bit at the start. Mm-hmm. I, even I did that like another – oh, wait, wait for it. Guess who started at my job? This is fucking wild, <laughs> okay? You'll never guess who is now working with Annie. Palmer's, Palmer's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like, of course. Why wouldn't she? So when she came in, I was like, mm, let's, you know, you do you do, do that thing like, are you going to come in here and take over my job? Uh-huh. Like a little bit. But like, let that go within two seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's not that type she of girl. She is no, a little gem. She's amazing. I do not ha- know how her and Palmer were together though. I say that every time I see them together. I'm like, what were you two trying to do? What yeah. were you what were you doing? In a way <laughs> they're too similar. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They're just so <laughs> she's gorgeous. Oh, I she's love absolutely gorgeous. But uh starting a new job um I've actually found that a really good way to make friends is if you do have like little extra talents or whatever, like exchanging your services for theirs, if that makes any sense. So, for example, at dog, uh, my dog place, um, one of them is training me up extra so I will help her with social media. Yeah. And another one um, needed some photos. So I did a little photo shoot. Oh, did a little photo shoot. She um, cut one of the dogs. Not cut, yeah, cut the hair. <laughs> cut the hair <laughs> of one the of the dogs. Dog. Yeah, okay. And um, we did some photos and then she's going to give me some sort of little private Cheats. So I don't know. I think bringing your own little talents that can help other people mm. and sort of exchanging that is yeah. a really nice way to make friends. Make friends. Um, okay. Next one was fuck boys and a red flag. Advice on fuck boys. Um, still over them. I still hate still them. Still stand by this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Um, really not much has changed. Not much In fact, changed. I think I've just gotten more and more impatient with them. 
And but now there's there's soft boys, which is <gasps> yeah. So beam me, beam up, me up soft, soft boy. boy is an account on Instagram that I highly recommend that you go and follow. But um, a soft boy is a fuck boy in nice guy. Clothes, yes, and he tries to be this real like endearing guy, and like really really cool, and but also thinks he's a little bit superior to you. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the main thing. It's like he's a little bit smarter than you. Condescending, very condescending. I love the soft boy vibe in in the fact that I hate it. You know, like a little bit poetic to try and get in your pants. Hundred percent. Oh my god, it makes me sick. He's almost worse. (laughs) It's a hundred percent worse. At least a fuck boy's up front. Front, you're a fucking. Now yeah. we can move on, and you're not Without wasting all my of time. The poetry, you know, the soft boys love the poetry, and I'm yeah, done it's with like that. trying to get through fucking Shakespeare to realize that you're a fuck I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to spend any time with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you have to. Like, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. So yeah, fuck boys and red flag. All tidying up, tidying up. I mean, look, it has been that came out in January 30, and that's a month away, and I uh, cannot believe that my house is still tidy. Yeah, I just can't believe that I've managed to keep a tidy house and that that's just what my house is like now. It's just clean. I rebelled against the um, sort of the rolling or folding of shirts so that you could, you know, see them like in the drawers. I still do that. And I don't know why I rebelled for so long. Everything's ended up being that way. It's so much easier. Yeah. Tea towels. Everything that I own is If you have to move stuff. To get something out. So, for example, pants. I used to always just yeah. like pile them on top of each other. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. Because you, you, you just make, a, and make, you make a, a whole mess. mess. Yeah. Um, I even roll my knickers. Oh, Everything. yeah. Everything is yep. um, in a tidied up way. I um, will say I have moved house. So, we managed to downsize because I got rid of so much stuff. I just throw out everything. I throw out everything. Um, I do have your wedding bouquet. But, yeah, I did throw out a wedding bouquet. I personally feel better having it gone and not it, it not being there because I knew that I was just keeping it for the act of being sentimental, not that I actually wanted it, and I feel much better. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but I don't want it back is all I'm going to say. Well, you'll see. What, what about if I do something really cool with it and then you want it back? I still don't want it back. Okay, well, you're getting <laughs> it back. I'm just going to do something cool. Okay, advice on balancing a social life. This was someone that was, in my opinion, doing too much. Yes. She was like getting – she was at uni, she volunteered, she did yoga, she worked full time. Like she was doing a lot and still wanting to have that social life and it was just about saying no and being like, you know what, I can't handle that. It was particularly also about how to maintain friendships when you're in different stages of your life. So, so you know, sometimes – like kids is always one of the big ones. Like sometimes – um, people have children and then the others were going out partying and it was about trying to balance that as well. Um, I feel like I've probably transitioned to a period now that my three kids are at school Yeah, since this episode. It's got so much easier for me. Much easier. They say it doesn't get easier and it does. It does. It gets so much easier. I have so I have a much bigger social life now. Mm. Much bigger. I um, saw – someone that I follow on Instagram is Bex Weller and she posted something that really resonated with me and it said, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And mm. I thought that's such a good thing to go by. So like if you're not really pumped and really want to go to this event, it is okay to just say no and be like, no, and I do don't you know, want to go. Um, my other thing is saying no straight up. Okay, so if you get invited to something, just give them a clean no there and then. Yeah, if you know you're not going to make it. Because if you know or you're a little bit ummy and ari, 
just say no. Yeah. Because they, one, will need to get organised and it's just way more respectful if you just let them know with some advanced warning. But two, you, the more that you go into it, the more that you're sort of looking for an excuse and whatever, one, you'll end up just pulling out the day of the day before and that's hella that's rude. That's a shit move. But two... You're just digging yourself deeper. Yeah. And it, and, and it sort of just lingers over you. Just yeah. get rid of it. Just get just rid of that. No. Free yourself of of that feeling mm-hmm. and just let them know straight away you're not going. I can't make it. Or you're it. going. Yeah. Yep. Um, Instagram part one and part two. Look, I don't really remember what we talked about <laughs> in, in these parts. But apparently it had two parts. It was so big it needed two parts. Since that episode has come out, though, Instagram has gotten rid of likes, which is huge. Huge. I actually now that we don't have likes find it weird we ever did have likes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've gotten to that point that I'm like it is weird that we used to post things for likes. I don't even look at how many likes I get on things myself anymore. No. Like Nuts. it's only like if I go, oh, I wonder if that was like it'll have a few comments. I'm like, oh, how many likes did that get? I might look. Yeah, if something gets over 100 um, comments, I'm like, Or what? if you look at Instagram on the computer, you can still yes. see everyone's likes. Yes, I didn't know this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So you can still see everyone's likes if you're on the computer, but who I mean, really who's that? doing that? Who cares? Who cares what likes But the only get. thing that I do feel uncomfortable with still is – yeah, like pretty much people can be quite fraudulent. That's the only thing. Like buy, buying mm. fake followers and all that, mm. they get far The more. buying of fake followers is still very odd to me. I just – what? why are you doing that? Why? Who? Oh, no, they're doing it for money, Bianca. things like, It's money. At the end of the mm. day, it's money. Everything I think wants- it's also validation. I think it's them being like, hey, look at me. I have this many followers. And it's like, yeah, but you bought them. Yeah, but the thing is, it's money. Okay, say for me, uh, when I get paid to do posts, the amount that you're charging on stuff is dependent on your analytics mm. and your reach. And if you just buy it, then it is what it is. But then and aren't, but you, can't aren't get, you paying money to make that but money But not back. much. Right. Say, say if you're getting paid $1,000 for one social media, for, uh, social media post yeah. and you only paid, what, five dollars or whatever for a couple of thousand likes or whatever you're making money Mm. you're making money and a lot of them do it but the other thing is that um, they do now is that genuine Instagram following where you might have seen um, the Kardashians do it Beck Judd do it a whole heap of mummy bloggers do it where giveaway they do giveaways these huge giveaways and essentially it's like the modern age buying of followers which apparently you and I are never invited to. We've never been asked to be No, raised. I don't really know how it works. So they, you're like, I'll give you these 10 Chanel bags, but you have to go and follow yeah. all of so these people. All of the influencers pay to get in. So they pay a fee right. to get in. That's why we haven't been invited. We have no money. I don't want to be involved. <laughs> but like I was saying, it all pays off in the end. No, I probably wouldn't either, but it all pays off in the end because you might pay even like a few thousand dollars but you'd make that back on like what two social media posts mm. straight away. And yeah. if your followers have increased, then yeah. your fees have increased. So yeah. everything increased. And yeah, so they had to have a big giveaway. You've got to, to enter to win the bags. You've got to go and follow, follow, follow this yeah. person, that person. And then you might be able to win. And they're big giveaways now. They're not, 
I can see small smaller businesses doing it. They'll try and get little hampers together. Yeah. But that doesn't really get people to do it. Personally, I don't know. I, don't know. I think um I think the Instagram like I, I don't know, for me Yeah. People complain about sponsored content and say like it's annoying because like ads are just popping up. And I'm like, but to be honest, I think I'd rather an ad than just an influencer lying to me. Do you know mm. what I mean? And the other thing is I follow the ins- – uh, the thing I try and think about is I follow the influencer because I like who they are because we we talked about this on these Instagram yeah. um, parts. Uh, we just do not uh, – we, we've had Instagram long enough now that you just don't follow anyone. You follow the people you actually like, yeah. you're inspired by, whatever, you learn from. So therefore the people that you're following you already respect or you like their opinion – so even though they might do ads, one, I respect that they've got to make some money off yeah, because they're putting in a lot of labour. And there is a lot of women on this platform that are doing really well. And as we know, women do so much unpaid labour and expected to do a lot of educating and all of this stuff over a whole range of different things. Even it might just be mummy blogging because apparently that's like – a. Re- it's got such a bad name that it goes with it, mummy yeah. blogging, which is bullshit. It's actually – really helpful parenting communities that people put a lot of effort into, but it might also be um, like I follow a lot of racial activists and all this stuff. They are doing labour on Instagram for the benefit of other people. If they're going to do ads, at least I get to see the ads that are filtered through the people I like. It's not just an ad that pops up for something that I have absolutely no interest in, like diet pills or whatever. I'm only following people that I actually respect their opinion. So if they do say, okay, this vacuum cleaner is really good, I'll go, oh, yeah, that's that's true because that, you know, everything else I sort of agree with them or – I'm, Do you know what I'm that, trying to say? That, like, I, I get that. What I'm saying is like when you see restaurants or companies calling out an influencer who has messaged them and been like, hey, I want to come to your restaurant. Do you want to do a collab? I'll eat for free but I'll post about it and say it was really good. To me, that is like an influencer who just doesn't want to pay for anything in the in life and then goes around and gives false positive reviews just because they want that item for free. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That. Yeah. It, to me, is but false. The, yeah, I. So I yeah. feel like that is becoming too big. But I understand. Why, but then that's. It, I completely agree. Um, but then that's also on you. Are you just following influencers? Like, but surely I don't you follow can, influencers. Just, that's the thing. You you shouldn't be following influencers that just do post absolutely everything. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. I don't. But I see it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm but like, at the Ugh. same time, I also think. Um. I hate when they those restaurants and call stuff, them call them out. Yeah. I think, who the fuck are you? They were not – You can put the post nice. up. You can put the post up but block out who wrote it. Do you know what I mean? Don't be a dick that, about it. That, I think I think you can say, hey, look, in the future we're not interested in this because, mm. you know, I don't – whatever. Like, fine, you can say that, but you don't have to call the person out. And also that, that whole makes you look superiority like a dick. shit that I'm uh, just influences eye yeah. roll. Like, they're so annoying – Fuck off! Mm. They are, they are helping, especially that industry. Especially mm, when yeah, you go and into it goes the flip side as well. No, but when you go into a restaurant now, I always get out my phone and have a look at what that restaurant has 
like posted on their feed yeah, of meals so I can choose what I'm going to buy. 100%. And half the time that I go to restaurants is because I've seen, particularly vegan eating, mm. I've seen another vegan person eat there and tag yeah. it. I, I mean, I know it goes flip side, but what I'm trying to say is, of course it does. That's why I just don't get the back and forth either way. Yeah. Like I know that sometimes people are really annoying and I know – and. Of course, there's those people. There's going to be those people in everything. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know why you paint everyone with the same brush, so to speak. Yeah. I just think that there needs to be more honesty. And as well, I think that like the the problem that I have, I think, is that people put things on Instagram and don't realise that there are impressionable young people on there. And it is creating sort of maybe the flip side. Like I remember I showed you that photo of that girl that looked miserable trying so desperate to fulfill this like influencer look and I was like this is really depressing because I can see behind her eyes that she's sad fishing and she was black fishing but still but I'm like this is what the sad thing of social media is is that we see and covet these lives and it's like it's made up Mm. it's not real and then it, it just saddens me so I don't know like in many ways, Instagram is great and I love it, but then there's so much about it that there's it's just still awful. so much um, shit. shit. Yeah, and there's still so much sort of work that needs, needs to be done to around on. social yeah. media space. Okay, next one was music. You <laughs> listened to music for the first time. I didn't. For the first time in your life you heard like, music. You know those videos of those like children that finally get like a cochlear yeah, implant and everyone's like, oh, wow. That was you. At- no, that's what you just mean about to be like. <laughs> that's not what you happened. You said I've just started listening to music. Yeah, look, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still like music. Yeah. yeah. No, I just changed. I mean, do you know I've realised like this is you know how Spotify does your wrap up and it says that. These well, I don't because, you know, I'm not right. with Spotify. So Spotify every year it's like this was your list of 2019 best songs and then 2018 and 2017. I went back to 2015. It hasn't changed. I've listened to the same album. Don't you get sick of it? No, evidently not. Really? So like that is – I actually have taken a step back to be like, shit, I need someone else to make music for me, <laughs> like mm. to make me a playlist because I listen to the same thing. It's quite embarrassing actually. Um, masturbation. Love it. Love it. <laughs> do you know I'm getting to the point with masturbation that, like, I have to not do it. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe I have just a cheeky maz. And then I'm like, no, you know what? It's too late in the day and I've got to get dinner on because I, do, I just don't stop. Yeah. yeah, it's really becoming a problem for me. An addiction. It's an addiction. It's like my strange addiction, but it's not a strange addiction. It's just like fucking awesome. (laughs) My fucking awesome addiction. Um, I think the point about this episode though was we were- To encourage other people to masturbate. We were pretty open about it. Um, Removing the stigma of masturbation. I I think that we did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I think surprisingly a lot of people haven't masturbated and um, you should give it a go. We've had some people write in. And say that it was helpful. Oh, my God. We've had people write in but anonymously through our website and being like, I don't want to give you my email. I'm too embarrassed. This isn't my name. And then telling us the real truth about masturbating. Uh, And I get it. You don't want us to know who you are. And that's totally fine. Not everyone is going to get on a podcast and openly talk about masturbation. We get it. Um, But, yeah, I think it's great. People are. But also. Give it a go. Yeah. And you're not weird. Like, you're not. If you don't do it Mm, or mm, if you mm, do it lots like. 
everything's every yeah. It's not black and white. It's and not. It's just make yourself happy. If not doing it is better for you, fine. Mm. That's fine. But and I think as I well, <laughs> yeah. But and then as well, there's like um, transgender people who aren't comfortable with their genitalia and don't want anything to do with it. Exactly. How hard it's going to be for them. So we totally understand that. Like, not everyone can or will or wants to masturbate. But if you're curious about it and you find that you can't do it because you can't turn your brain off, whatever. 100% you can give it a go and there are different things that you can do. So yeah. that was a good episode on that. Playing sport. Well, we've done heaps more of that. We are probably a lot fitter than where we were. Oh, my God. I'm so fit now. Mm. I mean, I don't want to brag. but I've got a thing called straddle back. <laughs> I've got straddle back too. Uh, we've got sporting injuries, but real ones, not from crocheting yeah. So time. there's a move in pole dancing called the, the straddle. straddle. And it hurts. It just really, really hurts. Right in the deep muscle in yeah. your back. Um, I have won my first ever game of netball. We have won two games since that episode came out. You so got best on court. I did get best on court. Good on you, Sharon Strzelecki. And I am the goal scorer and I score the most goals for my team. So I'm pretty Which is like one a game, is it? Like that is offensive. I am aghast at that. Um, How many do you score a game? Look, it varies, but um, – more than six. Really? Yeah. I think my score, my highest score I still score haven't even seven. come to watch you play Yeah, yet. you should come and watch us play. Um, next one was live show language. This was the Melbourne International Comedy Festival show. Yeah, well, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I just had to remember. I'm looking at the photo. Yes, it was. It was. Um, great show. It was. I had a really fun time. It was really fun doing the comedy festival. Um the good news is is that we'll be back this year. Yes, we will be back this year, but we won't be doing a podcast. We're doing like a proper comedy We're doing stand show. Up. We're doing stand-up. Fucking help me. It's going to be great. We're going to be SOS. fabulous. Um, no, I love it. Being on stage is amazing and that was such a good crowd. So, um, pet, pet sitting. sitting. Remember when you lost my dog? <laughs> How dare you bring that up? <laughs> we did a whole episode on the fact that Bianca is the fucking worst pet sitter. Hey, and uh, over this Christmas period, I am looking after your I know. Cat. Do you know you look after my pets so well that they get shitty when they come home? Yeah. Benson actually genuinely hates coming back. Yeah. He's like s- scraping his feet in the ground like, no, you're not taking me back. <laughs> and then he comes back and he sulks. And I'm like, I'm your mother. <laughs> you should be happy to be home. But he just loves it here so he much. He does get very, very spoiled. Um, yeah. I gave him a nice little haircut when he was here too. Little bath, little yeah. pamper. He had a little day spa. He had a little day spa, Benny. Was so cute. So cute. Um, thank you. You're a really good pet sitter. Haven't lost a pet yet. No. Not, not as much as In I fact, I myself. gave you a pet. Yeah, I know. You've given me a pet since. Um, next episode, fast fashion. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. I'm getting better at this 100%. I Fast fashion, yes. Fashion, no. I am certainly know where I'm getting stuff from. Um, yeah. I I'm only say that because I'm one of the people that fucked up on Black Friday sales and spent you, you way didn't too much money. You just fuck up. You royally okay, well, fucked up. Well, I've never in my life, Annie. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I've never in my life, Bianca, okay? <laughs> I've never in my life, actually. And I, I, I'm a little bit like a little okay, bit. Okay, I'm just going to – I don't want to <sighs> – 
give too many specifics, but I was here at Annie's house the day that the deliveries came and it was like it was like Can hiding we- three dead bodies before her husband got home. Yeah, the boxes bad. were big. So what happened was, so I I barely ever buy brand new clothes because I always buy vintage clothes and op shop clothes, yeah. right? And through the year, didn't buy a fucking thing. So fucking proud of myself. Excellent work. Nothing. Nothing. Then made up for it in one night. <laughs> <laughs> then I silly old Annie. Yeah. Uh, I played Liam. A, I yeah, played Liam. 100%. Had a big fight with Liam. And he just didn't back down and I just it was it was on from mm. old and young. And yeah. then what happens is I get fired up by talking to you. Yeah. And I go, validate me. <laughs> I, am I being crazy or is he being an asshole? You know, like whatever. Yeah. And you were like, No, you're right. Mm-hmm. He is being a turd. Yeah. So anyway, I came home and I was gonna settle it. I came home and after talking to you and not he was still being a little bum head. Mm. So I, it was it just happened to be Black Friday on the exact same day. So I was like, and oh, well, your fuck favorite yeah. place it was on sale. happened to have 50% off. Everything. I don't know what it was. It was like. It was kismet. Uh, I'm in charge of me <laughs> yeah. or something. I don't, I would love someone to psychologically break it down. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I love that. I've never spent so much money on myself I, in my life. I when you messaged me and told me what you spent and I was like, Annie, that's really bad. And then you were like, actually, I lied. it's double that. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I couldn't even say the number out no, loud. I know. Uh, but having said that, I wear it. And it's great good. purchases. Very good. And a lot of it's for work. Yes. So, I mean. And actually a lot of it is um, And shoes a lot of it is for, ethically sourced, I feel. Yeah. Uh, it's all it's, of it, yeah, really. So it's not um, like. Or a lot of it is just things like. I didn't have many flat shoes for work. Yeah. But I want nice shoes. I don't mm. want to look daggy. I wouldn't look nice. No. So a lot of it was like actually quite practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is I should have bought it over a period of time and I didn't. But I did look at that how much did I save number. Mm. And it was like quite big. But the problem is the total well, was 50% number was 50% off. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, next was advice on lying. Um, we just chatted about different ways to lie. Mm. What was it? The girls discuss whether or not it is ever okay to lie. Yeah, it, it is. definitely. Of course, is. it is. It I, is. We just said I hid. It was like hiding bodies <laughs> by Friday sale. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely okay to lie. And the um, funniest part was when just Liam, I, I said to you, I'm like, you won't. You know. go. He, he won't know. He won't know. He won't notice. He walked into the house and I had a top on, and he goes, "Oh, when did you get that?" And Bianca. <laughs> turned straight away around and went, she's always had that. She's always had it. Oh, she's had it for years, Liam. She's had it for years. I'm like that old thing, Liam. Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I lied for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, lying's fine. It just depends on the context. And if you're lying to serve yourself or lying to serve someone else or Who's getting hurt by the lie is the thing you need to figure out. And the scale of and how much hurt. And the scale of the lie and how much hurt. Um, surprise party. You threw me a surprise party for my birthday. Good work. Can't wait for my next one for my 30th <laughs> next year. Um, I can't believe I'm going to be 30 next year and I'm not going to have a surprise party. Well, you threw me a party after this surprise party. It wasn't a surprise though. And it oh, okay. went off. So, look, I did throw you a party um, and arranged – pole dancing, right, which obviously has stuck, has completely stuck with us. Um, but we weren't allowed to keep it a surprise 
because Annie doesn't like surprises. How ironic that you can throw me a surprise party and that's fine and I have to cop it. But when it comes to you, we're actually not allowed to. Uh, no. I have too many surprises in my life. I we feel did like a little surprise. We made shirts that said Annie's yeah, 30th yeah, on it. Yeah, that was a surprise. And, and, I, and you know my reaction to surprises. How awkward do I get? I get kind of angry, don't I? Yeah, I don't, you're like, I was out of the joke. I wasn't involved. I actually can't explain what it feels like for me. I don't know if I've got like some sort of character. It's like a FOMO. No, it's not even a FOMO. There's like something in it like (laughs) I – I can't explain. I like get angry at surprises that even though they're We're so doing something nice, nice for you. They're so nice. Mm-hmm. I just feel like uncomfortable about it. Well, you don't like hugs, mate. So don't look at me like that. It's just sometimes people do nice things for you and I You're I'm resentful. Just, I'm yeah. I'm just really weird. I can't uh, explain it. I'll say. I don't know if like I think all of the so many of the surprises in my life have probably been bad. They've been so many surprise pregnancy, uh, surprise yeah. twin, like even like the earthquakes and things surprise, like, that. like yeah. surprise mm-hmm. everything. I just don't like things jumping out. I, don't I like think that's a shock, though. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, like my brother passing away. Like it wasn't like a long illness. No, it was like a car accident. Bang! Surprise! Like it's everything. <laughs> Jesus, I mean surprise, that was a really, yeah. really, really bleak. That's not what happened. Yeah, that's not what happened. But. I don't know if I've just like sort of been trained to – and maybe I'm a bit of a control freak. You like to be in control. Yeah, Mm. I need control in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I see. I see. Uh, All right. Common enemy Enemy intimacy. intimacy. We get lots of feedback about this one. Yeah, this is an interesting one. So common enemy intimacy is where you are making friends with someone or bonding with them over hating the same person or talking about someone negatively and that that's not a real friendship and it never will be. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like I hundred percent watch out so for this. much. Yeah. If and I'm with someone and they start to nitpick in my ear about another person, I'm like, it feels like it stands out so yeah, much. It now. does. I'm like, that's really not cool. Yeah. Unless I'm with you, and then <laughs> it's okay. Unleash the ghosts of hell. <laughs> Because we have actual intimacy. I was just about to say, yeah, because it's rare. But also we think exactly the same thing. So So we don't even have to speak to each other. It is fucked up sometimes, Annie, that like I will go to say something and you'll finish it off and be like, oh, my God, same. Like it it scares me that, yeah, it's not common enemy intimacy. It's just common intimacy. It's just just too common. Yeah. Yeah. the next one was masculinity with guest Rory Lowe. Um, fun fact: This is Palmer's favorite episode of this podcast. Um, oh, okay. because of Rory. Yeah, oh, he's like the oh, one the time, time we have a man on our podcast. Yeah. Palmer oh, just surprise, surprise. loves him. Uh, and I was like, "What about all the other episodes with just me and Annie?" And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. like mm, pretty good, but like he's just really funny." I'm like, "Oh." <clears throat> Well, I guess I want to be better at divorce. You don't want that drink? I don't want any more of that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, masculinity. Um, interesting since we did this episode because I do think of masculinity quite a lot um, in the sense that we talked about it. And I still feel that the, the – I still feel that that masculinity behaviour of being a, an, a, a sweet and um, vulnerable man is – is masculine and then that we talked about it and being like, no, that's maybe not masculinity. Uh, I still think of that as masculine and I always think 
if a guy was to growl at me, I'd be terrified mm. and not find that too masculine. I actually feel over the last year that, um, I don't know, maybe it's just through my lens, that feminism has really sort of taken a bit of a turn where feminism, the latest wave of feminism has been very fuck men and uh, for a good purpose, right? Kind of like I completely agree with like um, black people saying like fuck white people mm-hmm. and really keeping the, foc- yeah, the, keeping the focus on um, women itself and not apologising to men or always pandering to men and stuff. But I feel like in the last year it has taken a little bit of a turn where we're starting to explain to men because there, there was that whole – we shouldn't have to educate you. You yeah. should have to do the work. Why are we doing the labour all of the time? Mm-hmm. But I do feel like in the last year there has been a little bit of a turn where feminism is finally going, okay, look, even though we shouldn't have to do this, we might actually have to do it just because it's going to get people on board better. Yeah. So, guys, feminism is really beneficial for you because, yes, your um, suicide rates are really high and that's got a lot to do with toxic masculinity and things that um, feminism is fighting against. Feminism is not just good for us, it's good for all and they're, like, trying to include masculinity and and men in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like that's come on board especially in 2019 and I think that yeah. um, I think that it'll be really interesting what happens in like 2020 and over the next decade because we're finishing off this decade with the Me Too movement and everything and probably that whole wave of like really women who are taking such a hard stand uh, and, it, and it needed to happen and a lot of men were forced out which was – fucking great because I feel like a lot of the shit ones were filtered out and, um, you know, exposed yeah. for what they were and that definitely needed to happen. But for all the guys that aren't necessarily those guys and the shit guys, the guys, the everyday guys that feminism just isn't on their radar but they're not necessarily shit or anything but feminism, feminism hasn't been on their radar, I certainly think that they're – is an angle now where we are looking to include them in the conversation a little bit and more. And say, we know that you're hurting too. Yeah. We understand that 100% yeah, and we want to sure. help you as much. And because, you know, the more that feminism means that the rise of equality begins, the more that it takes the relief off the men for this stoic, stoic? Stoic. Stoic. <laughs> stoic. stoic um, can't cry thing, um, have to take care of the women. The more that that eases the pressure on them to do mm. that and we can all sort of meet in this middle ground and be like, yeah, okay, you can cry and you can show your emotions and yeah. you don't have to take care of us and we yeah. can do it ourselves and we can all come together. I completely agree. Um, I think I think it is becoming more of a walking together. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than like Fighting. women, women were walking, women have really – started to walk together. Yeah. I think it's been absolutely incredible. Um, But there was a little bit of the mentality like just go and fucking educate yourself. Why are we we doing all the labour? This is all part of it. This is – I mean, like resentful the fact that they couldn't understand. Mm -hmm. But the reality is (laughs) 
maybe it's just easier if we do work together and we all help each other and we all fill in each other's blind spots. Like it's fucking annoying because that rich white man that like, you know, whatever, the stereotype that doesn't really experience a lot of oppression, well then they're expecting a lot of labour from other people for Mm. sure. But I do think that everyone is sort of, I don't know. We're all pitching in. Yeah, I think there is a change. Okay, next one is weddings. I hated this episode, but you know why. It's not that it was a bad episode, it was a (laughs) great episode, but I just find find it incredibly boring. I don't like weddings. I don't like attending weddings. I don't know what it is. I'm actually, no, that sounds really awful. Like, I'm fine once I'm there. I'm fine once they're there, but it's the leader. I don't know. I mean, this episode was great because so many people have messaged us to say, fuck, thank you for saying this because my friend is a bride at the moment and we're having a fight or I stopped talking to this person at my wedding because they did this and like maybe I was overreacting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think people have really got the message that, yeah, no one really cares about your wedding as much as you do. Just (laughs) chill the fuck out, you know? That said, um, my other best friend, Katya, is getting getting married married. in Feb. And, okay, I am really looking forward to that wedding. I am too. Because it's pretty much a festival. It's a sea punk theme. Yeah. So, I just there you go. It's gonna mixed be with Greek traditions. So I, it's gonna it's just gonna be fun to watch. To be honest, <laughs> I can't wait. Um, cat fostering. Interesting that while we are recording this right now, there are four kittens and their mum downstairs, which you're fostering. Yeah, and it's not the same batch. So and so. it's not the same batch. I've already taken one from the last batch, and you tried to handball one of the new batch to me and Palmer I brought Palmer over to come see the kittens just because they're adorable I could easily give you guys one you would be so easy to sell over no. but Palmer <laughs> just said I, Palmer's it, like we can't every yeah. time Annie gets a bunch of kittens we can't take one and I was yeah. like you know what good on you for putting your feet in the sand because it isn't going to be the last time but because he, what did you just say to me before what that you might have oh, to bring in another yeah, cat that might be pregnant. pregnant cat out the back. <laughs> <laughs> there's a pregnant cat that Annie's been alerted to yeah. and she's, yeah. Like, Apparently the funny thing is, so there's this pregnant cat hanging around the back of one of my friend's shops and she told Liam and Liam said, oh, for God's sake. Please don't please tell. Please don't tell Annie. <laughs> Why then, would she go and tell Liam? Oh, someone overheard the conversation. <gasps> yeah. And then they were laughing. <laughs> And I got alerted to it. Anyway, so I'm going down there with Cage later. Jesus. What? I just, I feel you have found this loophole with Liam <laughs> where it's like, see, Liam, no, 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 because I'm not keeping them. I'm yeah. just rehousing them and, like, they need help, right? You found this loophole so we can't get really get mad at you and because they do need help. But and also because he is, loves cats. And he loves them. But the thing is... You keep doing it. They're just coming in. There's never been a moment where you haven't had someone else's pet in your house. On top of your already pets. On oh, top of your I kids. actually had a you, puppy the I other know, week like, too. It is mm. like Palmer often says to me, he'll say, oh, those two pets of ours, like bloody Monty and Benson. And I say, why don't you shut the fuck up, okay? Because Annie right now has <laughs> three children, three cats, two dogs, not to mention four kittens and and their mum um, cat. She just had a puppy here and now she's going to yeah, go get a pregnant. a five-week-old puppy. Yeah, so can we just chill because mm. our two pets aren't that bad. Like I yeah. just don't know how you do it. Thank you. Um, yeah. With pleasure. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I do it. M. Um, Rusciano's advice on getting better. M is just kicking we, goal after goal. She's on TV. She's on TV. I she's can't. Amazing. We went and saw her rage 
uh, and, and rainbows. rainbows. Show. And I and I'm sure since this episode has come out, everyone, if you didn't see it when it was on. Um, channel 10 or you didn't see it at the um, show you missed out I would highly recommend going on Spotify and listening to the songs because they're amazing but um, I feel like it's going to get picked up by Netflix surely, or something. surely Netflix or a DVD if yeah. you can get a hold of it watch it because I guarantee it will be amazing her show was so incredible she's so funny she's so talented what can't she do and the most loyal audience like oh, oh I just I just got goosebumps did you see that yeah I got goosebumps thinking about yeah. that audience um we had some comedians sit behind us when we went and uh they had really never I think so, some of them have been to M's show before but they were definitely comedians that have totally different genres yeah, right? yeah. like M has this amazing following of really like-minded people that just, you know, a lot of them have to get babysitters to go mm. out and they're when they're out, they're out. They're, they're there out. to have a really good yes. time. And they sat behind us and you could hear them, you know, as comedians do, they often like commentate on each other's work yeah. and pretty – and they were just blown away yeah. by how incredible it was. It was she's, so great. She's great. And since then she has been like she's even messaged me and she, said, I know you want to do this, like go and fucking do it and giving me like she's a mentoring great mentor, me in yeah. a way. And I'm like, fuck. She's you're a so really lovely. good person. And this like yeah, she's had like a bloody newborn and daughter's gone mm. through U twelve and got like ninety six or something yeah, on she it. Also got like she, an award. She was playing she, in Mat- um, Matilda. She's incredibly talented. Yeah, and like I cannot get over how much this woman has jam packed into one year. I know she's great. Really big respect. Um, advice on sexual harassment in the workplace. Um, yeah, look, I think it's pretty much the same, don't it's you? Pretty much the same. I mean, I certainly ha- I. I'm your workplace and apart from that one hug that I took a photo mm. of. No, I'm joking. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's yeah, it's yeah. pretty much the same yeah, yeah. as that episode. Um, live show on astrology. I, I, t- I am able to talk astrology a lot more. Yeah, I really know my sign I now. Know, it's yeah. so funny. And I'm like, well, I'm an earth sign and, um, you know, it, it – Makes me a bit sick. When people go, oh, I'm a Sagittarius or whatever, I'm like, yeah, but what's your moon sign? And they're like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. and um, I still have the app CoStar and I get – it's like your day at a glance and yes. it's very accurate constantly. It Apparently does that person to my love of myself, you know. Oh, it, yeah. it does, yeah. It inflates my ego every day. Lovely. Uh, the person that created that app apparently is like killing it. Apparently, really I'm, rich. Now. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, abortion. I, I loved that. I loved doing that episode. I did too. Uh, abortion abortion rights. rights. Since doing that episode, New South Wales decriminalised. Yeah, there abortion. was there was an update. So that's great. And um, there's, there's still a long way to go in terms of the. Well, even even this country, there's mm. still other states and stuff yeah. that need to change and there you know there have been so many clinics like sometimes the legality is there but what happens is there's pressure to close the actual clinics Mm. so the clinics will close down and there's no access so even though it might be legal they can't actually access it anyway um I do also want to say that we had a lot of um people write in this is one of our more controversial topics obviously um we had like yeah. people write in that had had abortions. People that had written that in that hadn't had abortions, or maybe they were wanting pregnancies. Or there were a lot of people I had with someone, opinions. Yeah, I had someone write reach out and say, "I'm really disappointed in you mm. because um, I would have thought that 
you know, you cared uh, about life. And I just want to stipulate that I'm pro-choice and that's the word choice. I'm pro the choice. Like I have fallen pregnant and I couldn't go through with an abortion myself. Like I, I know it's a hard choice mm. to make. It's not, it's not a simple, easy solution. I think the thing that, but my point is yeah. it's, it's not an easy choice but it's to have the choice. That's the right that we want people to have. It's I not- actually think the thing that pissed me off a lot about this episode was that you were only allowed to have an opinion if you were willing to open up your own scars. So, yeah. and that really pissed me off because I've gone through, through things myself and you've gone through things yeah. yourself. And there is a lot of stuff that we do not bring onto this podcast because, hey, believe it or not, there are some lines in which we draw and which um, I don't you know, have to share everything. I don't have to you. share everything yeah. that are incredibly personal or mm-hmm. that are between um, even just you and me, Bianca, our friendship off air. Mm-hmm. And some people wrote to us, um, for example, we put up a picture on our Instagram page and it was um, – they just said something like, I I, you, I, I love, love someone, someone that's had, had an abortion. abortion. And so have you. And so, and so do you. you. And it had flowers on it. And someone wrote to us and said that they found that offensive because – um, the you know the florals and the the typography being all cursive and stuff and making it pretty it's not a pretty issue they were actually pro-abortion and then had an abortion but they were trying to say that it shouldn't you know don't make it all flowery and stuff because this is a you know uh, sad a, a sad topic even if you have had one the thing the, the reality is there was no way that we could go about this Without, Without people, upsetting people. Stepping on people's toes, 100%. Yeah. And the thing is though, uh, uh, while we were never going to please everyone, this is something that had to be talked about. Yeah. And that's just what happens when you open up the but space the to talk about it. But the thing that pissed me off was um, a couple of those people that wrote in to us, we opened some wounds um, for them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, 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 I, oh no, okay, no I can worries. see now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so isn't it funny that we judge people when you don't really know the whole story, it's exactly, exactly. what that 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 little picture on Instagram that we put up is trying to say that you do know someone that you do you do know um, like you don't know everything that's going on in other people's lives. Yeah. And isn't it funny how your opinions change as if soon you know as you that find out? Yeah, that person that really story. annoyed me. But the other thing also to keep in mind is. We are a comedy podcast. We're yeah. on, on um, Apple and all that. We are listed in the comedy section. Mm-hmm. That's where they've categorised us, right? We try to stick true to that. So we, we deal with really hard topics by laughing mm. because that's how we, we cope in life. That's how we get through really hard things. Yeah. I, I remember when my brother passed away when we all sat around on, a ca- on the couch laughing about the silly things he did because that actually helped. And sometimes, you know, and life also isn't this black and white. It's not all sadness and depressive shit. The thing that actually has helped me, especially with my mental illness and stuff, is being able to laugh is having this podcast is being able to share and talk like we would talk between friends. friends if, you, yeah. if you sat around with your friends, would you truly not laugh once? No. It's bizarre to me that you <laughs> would sit there and like I get that there's some really um, – there's moments of seriousness and I hope that we treat them with that seriousness mm-hmm. but other times we just have to deal with it by laughing because yeah. 
that is also an okay way to cope and everyone copes differently. And trust me, there are definitely podcasts you can go and listen to. I mean, we're, we're very light and shade. Yeah. And we will handle a difficult topic but in a lighthearted way because we want people to listen to it. And when we went to the comedy festival, um, they gave a speech and, and I think it was Hannah Gadsby maybe mm. that said, you know, comedians – People listen to comedians because it's taking difficult information in a way that they can process it, in a way that is entertaining and funny to them, right? Mm. And we should continue to use that platform for that good. So while I can understand that, like, sure, abortion's not necessarily funny, we're not talk- we're not laughing at abortions, but we're going to keep the topic upbeat and light because we want you to get through it. Like the thing that also astounded me was that we had done so many episodes before this which I felt so – like I felt that we give, gave so much of ourselves mm-hmm. that we really, really did pick open those wounds um, yeah. for the benefit of helping other people and like cried. We have cried on this podcast sharing things and – Never had anyone questioned when we laughed in those episodes, no. ever. But when it came to an abortion, so you, like I was saying, I was able to talk about my brother dying and laugh in that episode a lot. Mm. But then ah, it, it is a really sensitive topic. Obviously what we learned from this is it's so fucking sensitive. And I'm not saying mm. that like it doesn't deserve to be sensitive, but at the same time. I feel I've for the people trying, trying to fight for abortion yeah. rights because – this is one of the hardest, hardest things, things to talk about, 100%. Um, standing. <laughs> You're so cute. So this one was about <laughs> um, Bianca's love for Miley Cyrus and trying to communicate to me, like, why people stand. Do you know it's actually been a really tough year for me and Miley? <laughs> it really has because at the beginning of the year, you know, she's just gotten married and everyone loves her and Liam. Then just as we recorded this episode, she gets divorced and now she's going out with Cody Simpson and I'm – I am tired of people coming up to me and being like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what's going on? And I'm just like, oh, my God, Miley is living her life. She's happy. Let her be. Mm. Why? I, I don't care if you don't like Cody Simpson. Miley doesn't care if you don't like Cody Simpson. Why is it that we feel the need to dictate celebrity relationships mm. and be like, I want you to be with this person? Wasn't it um, Cody Simpson's mum or whatever saying That's, that they yeah. – is that what you just said? No, Cody Simpson's oh. mum was just saying that – they are really happy together and that they shit post a lot because they think it's funny. Yeah. I think I would do. <laughs> and I would do the exact yeah. same thing. Like if you know Miley, like because I know her so well, but if you know her, you know that she loves just like not giving a fuck and will purposely go out of her way to piss off the media. And when she knows that she's getting a rile out of them, she does it even more. So like the more that you keep going on about her and not liking Cody, she's going to keep posting this shit. So yep, love it. Sorry about it. Um, should, should I, I leave, leave him? him? Yep. Yes. I think that was the answer to that. Was it? Uh, <laughs> no, no I, it wasn't. No, he actually broke up with her. Oh, yes. Yeah, she broke up. He broke up with actually, her. Actually, sorry. This was He was nonchalant. He, he was, was feeling non And we both said um we kind of gently said he's not that into he's you. He's not that into you. And then it turns and out week we later, right? Yeah, he was Oh my god, we actually were so right. Clairvoyant. Uh, clairvoyant. No, great advice. <laughs> Great advice. Brilliant. Should take our advice. Um, not forgiving. This was uh, – This um, we get a lot of people um, writing in when they join our Facebook group as well. Um, you know, we always ask, which one's your favourite episode? And yeah. they have to write a little bit. Some 
lots of you, by the way, you're in that group and you didn't answer that fucking question and I'm going to start getting a little bit tired. I'm not it. letting you in. Aren't you? <laughs> I, that's it. I'm stopping letting people oh, in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so not forgiving was, was about a really popular one. Just not forgiving basically. Moving on with your life and um, – Not holding a grudge. Yeah, so not just letting people that have given you trauma or whatever it is just, you know. Not not forgiving because it um, lightens your load and, yeah. and being like, you know, you can't move on if you haven't forgiven them. You can move on. You can Actually, move on. Actually, that was a, yeah. That was a good a, one. Quite a good that one. That picked open some wounds, speaking that, of wounds. Again. Yeah. Uh, job interview. Got the job. Got the job. Working in the job. Got the job, working in the job. I think I got a dollar pay rise too. Wow. I know. I'm actually doing really Making well. Making that big money. Yeah. Um, advice on mothers-in-law. The amount of people that have messaged us just to tell us about how shit their mothers-in-law are is astounding. But also I kind of feel a little bit uncomfortable about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be that group where like we just – no, I, I look, we're all here to support one another. Yeah, look. We just don't want to be that group either, like on that other episode where we're doing that common enemy intimacy thing. Where we all bitch about our mothers. Yeah. We've just got to keep a balance. I have just started being very blunt and telling Palmer, no, I'm not dealing with this with your mum. You deal with it. And he's like, understandable, don't worry about it. Like I'm not even trying anymore. Like, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I love my mother-in-law. But like. Around Christmas time, I think is the time that he really, yeah, it's, it's trying, it's trying, like family yeah. and trying to balance all of the family. And I, for some reason, have to be the one that everyone talks to because, of course, I'm the woman. And like, hey, yeah. Bianca, like, what are we doing? And are you coming here? Having to organize this for not just my husband, but also my brother-in-law because apparently they're not contactable and I have to run their lives for them. And I've just sort of been like, you know what? I'm wiping my hands of this situation. I'm not dealing with it anymore. You can fucking deal with it. Um. I love my mother-in-law, but it was funny because my sister-in-law listened to that episode. Oh, did she? And then I just felt really uncomfortable. I was like, oh, "What did you think was going to happen?" What I did you like? Can know, I just ask? I did what not you know my sister-in-law listened was, to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, dude, isn't it funny when someone says, "I listened to your podcast the other day," and I'm like, "I get embarrassed." I'm like, "Don't tell me about that. Don't. Why are you listening to it? Don't I, listen to I it." I don't <laughs> mind as long as I don't know you already. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when someone knows me. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like, why are you? If you've, you? if you've come to us and found us through the podcast, cool, Diff- love uh, 100%. it. 100%. But, but if I know you, can you stop listening? Yeah. Mum, mum, get off. Turn it off. Turn it Turn off, off mum. Um, advice on dealing with embarrassment? I'm still as embarrassed as ever. <laughs> I um, Look, I'm, an, I'm just – I am an embarrassing person and I've learned to deal with it. Yeah. But I own it and I – I'm still not good with the secondhand embarrassment. I'll tell you that much. That's never going I, away. I, I'm happy to own mine and I just don't think that I'm ever going to get used to. Yeah. Yeah, look. It's not. Although good. I will say in that episode the person who wrote in um, bought a year-long gym membership and I stand by that was a mistake. It is also if you are listening to this over the New Year's period. Yeah. Don't go and be. Oh, don't join a gym. They're going to send you a text message. They're going to send you an email, <laughs> and they're going to say that they've got a discount. I've got for a you. deal for you, but you have to get locked in for a year. Yeah. Now next don't. year, twenty going into twenty twenty one, you are going to make it your New Year's resolution to never fucking join a gym again yeah. because you've just spent all this money yeah. on a gym that you've never gone. Don't to. Don't do it. Do not do it. So 
as well with joining gyms if you feel that that's for you. Because, by the way, not everyone likes gyms. Like I was just saying I've been doing pole now for six months and I've never stuck out like an exercise program because I don't feel like I'm exercising but I am. But I've never stuck with it where I'm like I want to keep going, right, book in extra classes because I love it so much. Whereas the gym, I could never stick with it. So one, find something that you think you want to do. But two, if you do think like, yep, gym's what I want to do, find a gym where you can pay casually at first because you can just pay it like, yeah, it's going to cost you a bit more. But pay for the first month $12 each visit and see if if you stick it out for three months and you're like, I definitely want to keep going with this. Then buy the next month membership. Because I did the thing where I was like, no, if I pay for it, I'll it go. forces me to go, yeah, right? Nah. And I had that mentality like, oh, I will definitely go. Like I don't want to waste all this money. Bullshit. It just forces you to feel guilty. Yeah, That's it. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Normalising periods. I think now, we're pretty good at this. Since this episode though, I have discovered this app called Flow. Oh, yeah. It's F-L-O. Um, there's a free version and a paid version, but basically it's a period tracker. But what is really cool about it is that um, one, they – you can monitor your symptoms and then it will pop up if you've put something in that's a bit weird. So to be like, hey, you mentioned that you're experiencing bloating and this is like not a day of your period and then it asks you for more symptoms and then it will be like, oh, it's probably this. Um, But maybe you should go see your GP. So it's really, really helpful. But also there's like this anonymous chat section Mm. where they post really funny, like not funny questions, but really private questions and you can anonymously answer them and read what people have responded to so they'll be like oh um uh when's the best time to have sex and people will just or like what's your favorite position or just things about vaginas and periods and it is so awesome because it's anonymous so people are just being so open and I (gasps) fucking love it so yeah it's called flow um I only have the free version because I'm a broke bitch um but yeah I would 100% recommend it Um, And also we've synced our calendars. Yeah, we've synced our calendars and I had Flow Rider as one of the (laughs) entries in the diary and Annie must have thought I was – I was like, is Flow Rider coming to (laughs) Australia? And two, why are you going? And three, where's my email? And why is it at seven in the morning? (laughs) Why are you going to Flow Rider at seven in the morning? Uh, Yeah, no, that's just – what I comment and then I, as soon as I, yeah, as soon as I, yours in, I immediately updated. Mm. You got a little notification. I got invited to Annie's period. Realised yeah. that <laughs> I have two periods for every one of yours. I know. And my period lasts a single day. I, yours is like a week. We, I know. Do you I feel know. bad for me? I've I actually, do. I really do. I, I've um, since sharing the calendar. I kind of, I'm looking for sympathy. Oh, you're getting it. Yeah, good. I realised since this episode that I do have a very unbelievably lucky period like very low flow and not and like minimal pain and I feel for so many women that get their period yeah and it's really brutal I um (laughs) have my period at the moment yeah and this morning I look let's be honest I yelled at my kids because they were just taking so long and I was like get your shoes on Mm -hmm. and I yelled too hard that like let all down my leg, legs, Annie, like the pressure, the pressure of yelling just flew. It's so bad. It is so <laughs> fucking bad. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it, and I really mm. want a hysterectomy. I think, but I also would want to just keep mm. my womb just in case. Like yeah, some, one of my friends can't have a kid. At the same time, I feel I like 
the hysterectomy thing, we're like, yes, we don't want to do our periods. But then at the same time, there are young women that have had cervical cancer or other reasons that they've had to but have a hysterectomy. there's always going and to be people that are worse off than us. Oh, 100%. And so I feel like we, I mean, you were whinging about not taking your iced coffee through to an aeroplane. Mm, that was pretty bad. On the other that episode. That was bad. That was so, bad. So, <laughs> darling, like, I think I'm allowed to, the fact that I'm sort You've of. You've already had your kids as well. Yeah, I know. So I, I could have a hysterectomy, but there is part of me that knows that my uterus works so fucking well that I know that my friends are all entering into this stage where they're all just about to probably start finding out if they can have children, if they mm. want children. And I just want it there just in, just case, in case someone needs a womb. Okay, so you're comparing yourself to Jesus in that you would sacrifice your body for someone else I and you're going not make that parallel. <laughs> and you are going through that all comparison. of this pain. No. <laughs> you are going that- through all this pain every month, bleeding on the cross for other people. Absolutely <laughs> nowhere your did I draw <laughs> that line. You're a fucking mutt. Don't. I did not say that. I'm trying to be nice for my friends. And then you do that. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Gambling. Still not a fan. Still not a fan. Still Hate it. Fan. These are starting to get really recent now. Yeah, so we're getting recent. There's I mean, not much that we've learned. There's nothing in the really, last couple like of weeks. Keeping cool, microaggressions, advice on differing opinions. Look, keeping style. cool. Oh, live in Melbourne. Fucking live hell. in Melbourne. It's summer right now and it's 16 degrees. So <laughs> if you want to keep cool, move on down to Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, microaggressions. I think we touched. All We're of that. We really went we deep. deep on that. Advice on differing opinions. Don't even remember what that was. That was a few weeks ago. What was that? <laughs> that is our what memory. was that? Advice on differing opinions. That was when me and we got Liam on the podcast. Oh, yep, 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 yep. Um, style, I'm still stylish now. <laughs> it's only been a few weeks. Um, no, I'm still feeling myself. It's been great actually. Um, and do you know what? I think that you inspired me to – you are also part of the reason that I spent all that money. What? Yes, you are. You know that, like how I went crazy on the Black Friday sales? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I was like watching you and you were like, oh, I. the thing I do remember you saying was, oh, I only needed to buy one little pair of shoes and that's it, Annie. Like that's all I needed to do and I found myself and I really – and I was like, okay, so it's in the shoes. So I bought like 20 pairs of shoes. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not surprised. Like, okay, well, if she found her style with one <laughs> pair of shoes, well, if I buy like 15 pairs of shoes, then fine. I'm, I'm going to really gonna say, find my style. I am not surprised. Since that episode, Annie, every time I see her, she groans at me and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Ever since you did that episode, you're looking really good and I hate it. I don't want to be seen with you. And now I'm not surprised that you went and bought all of that stuff. I think that the like real final like <laughs> thing though was when we did um, the Time Out Bar Awards, mm. which was <laughs> quite an event, by the way. Um, also, by the way, we are allowed to do the Time Out Bar Awards. Oh, my God. Fuck okay, off. yeah. So. People were like having a go because I'm sober but hosting Bar Awards. And I just – I need to just say this because I know that we're going to be doing some alcohol episodes soon and I will touch on it then. But I just want to point out I go to bars. I go out. 
I just don't drink. Like there has to stop being this assumption that because someone is sober, they are trapped at home and are a poor little sad person that isn't allowed out of the fucking house. That is not the goddamn case. They still want to go out at night. I still want to go they out. actually and look at the venue more. I actually, yeah, yeah, I take more advice. Like I am scoping out a venue and being like, actually this place is shit. Because before when I was drunk, I didn't give a fuck where I was drinking because I just wanted to be drunk. But now I'm like, you know what? Actually, this place is a little bit dodgy. Or you know what? Actually, I... I would like to go somewhere where they have good food because before I wouldn't eat. So um, one of the people that won the Time at Bar Awards, the best uh, staff, Mm. uh, is that what it was? Best staff was a bar that is completely female owned and female run and their whole premise was (laughs) they were laughing. They look like so much fun. They're like no sleazy pricks, like a real um, sort of like a girl code that owns it. See, that's awesome. If I'm going out late at night, I want to go somewhere like that. That's got nothing to do with alcohol. Yeah, I know. It's got to do with surrounding yourself with like awesome yeah. people and yeah. And I, as well, um, because I'm sober, Time Out arranged a non-alcoholic sponsor. So yeah. that wouldn't have been there otherwise. And then all of my friends that came because it was a weeknight, they drank the non-alcoholic drink, which wouldn't have been available if it wasn't for me doing it. So Fuck you. <laughs> and also like, yeah, I, I can I can see how you would think that there's a hypocrisy there, but I really want to stop people thinking that because just because I'm so scaring people scaring out of people trying out of to trying. go so because you can go to a bar and have a really fucking good time without having any alcohol. And trust me, I'm not white knuckling it, sitting there looking at the booze, being like, or looking at a bar and being like, oh, I can't go in there because it's too tempting and I want to have a drink. I don't want to have a drink. I just want to go and have fun with my friends while they have a drink. No problems, but I'm still going to bars. You got to chill out. But um, yes, yeah. So that um awards, you looked fucking amazing. And we got all the photos back and (laughs) you can go and have a look on my Instagram page. It was around the date of, what date was it? It just started December or something, 2019. Um, Oh, Annie. I don't know what fucking happened to my face, but I had like a double chin in like half of the photos. I I just look like a big sack of dicks. I don't know what happened, but something went wrong. And you did not. In every photo, you couldn't take a bad photo. It just really upset me. I'm so sorry. <sighs> um, and that's it really. We're up to speed. We've got sex education, living sustainably and superannuation. I mean, look. At, oh, at this point, at we've got um, Emmy Lou going out next week. But by the time that this gets to you, you would have heard already. it already. But so they're like quite close now. They're quite so close. We we don't need to do a review on them. But there you go. I we're hope caught up. We've Look, you know helped you over this little holiday break. We'll um, we'll be back next year. <laughs> we'll see you in the new decade. Why are you talking so slow? Because uh, I've held on your every word. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Be back <laughs> next. We will see yeah. you in the next oh, year. <laughs> you do that all the time. And actually, I'm just waiting, 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 waiting. Yeah. Waiting on beta. I hope that in the new, um, yeah. you're really excited about setting your new goals and all that mm. for the next decade. And we'll be there to help you along. And just a little thing as well. In this week on your holiday, don't feel pressure to make the most of it. If you want to just sit at home on the couch, fucking do it. It's your holiday. I think that I've realised that more and more mm. as I've gotten older um, and now I'm 30. I, 
Honestly, the superiority complex that I have over 20-year-olds is hilarious. Um, I think that it is so important to take proper breaks Mm -hmm. and actually not do things. Sleep in. To watch Netflix. Watch Netflix. I did not realise how much better I was at my life for actually stopping and taking a break. You're not productive if you don't take a break. Mm -hmm. And also, like I was saying, everything – Everything in moderation, including moderation. So fucking pig out on Christmas. Uh, yeah. I like and as well, like there's this whole thing now of society being like, yes, like get it, girl, do it, girl. And like, yeah, that's great. When but not doing it is also great. Do you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Chill the fuck out. You don't have to be going all the time. You can relax and it's okay and it's holiday time and you just sit down and eat also, food and all chill that out. shit that you'll see posted on social media. Can oh I just God. say they do one photo shoot in a day in several different locations and then post it over a series of like mm. two or three weeks. Don't let people in on us. Don't. Like, how dare you? <laughs> um, well, actually, that's not us because like we've said, our fucking social media is appalling. I am embarrassed by our social media. I know. I really – like it does it, have like quite a few thousand followers, like 6,000 It makes me sick. I know. We need, we, it makes me next sick. Next year we'll yeah, get yeah, next year, it. Next year, but next year. don't don't compare yourself – you know, Chill just out. take it easy. Relax. Actually, relax. Relax. And have a good break. And we'll see you next year. Bye. Love you.